0: Many people have wondered, with China rising rapidly as a superpower, will it have a role in the end times? What is happening in China today that might lead toward the kind of world we can expect under Antichrist's rule? That's our topic in this upcoming episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we learn how we can keep watch and find hope as we grow in our understanding of Bible prophecy. This is Steve Miller, and in this episode, we continue our look at the prophetic hotspots in today's world. So far, we've already talked about Iran, Russia, Syria, Lebanon, and the European Union. In this episode, we're going to look at China, which, as we'll see in a moment, could be helping to shape the Antichrist's ability to rule the world, as no other leader has done before. In recent decades, China's rise to a world superpower status has been nothing short of amazing. It is estimated that within the next few years, China will have the world's largest economy. China has also become the world's largest manufacturer, and distributes goods all over the world, and its shipping ports are the busiest of any country, by far. China's military is also growing rapidly and its strategy of expanding its military reach as far out as possible beyond its border has caused great concern not only among other Asian countries, but also in Australia and the United States. China is also aggressively seeking to be at the forefront of high-tech and artificial intelligence research and development. China knows that whoever rules in these areas will possess world-shaping power and influence. China is also seeking to be a dominant player in outer space with exploratory activities already taking place on both the moon and Mars. In so many different ways, China is securing its foothold as a superpower in today's world. And while China would not be considered a prophetic hotspot in the traditional sense, that is, in terms of developments taking place in the Middle East and in terms of Bible prophecy, there is no question that much of what is happening in China will help pave the way toward the kind of world we will live in during the end times in this podcast we're going to look at a few key ways in which China is creating technologies and exercising influence that could make it easier for a one world ruler to control his empire it is in this way that we can consider China a prophetic hotspot for example The Chinese Communist Party is earnestly making use of high-tech and artificial intelligence in order to exercise greater power over its people. Through digital technology, China is perfecting surveillance systems that not only allow its government to monitor its people in every way imaginable, but it is exporting these surveillance systems to other countries. All of this is laying the groundwork for surveillance systems to spread globally. China itself has created the most sophisticated surveillance state ever. The extent to which Chinese authorities can monitor and control their citizens is extraordinary. By 2020, the total number of surveillance cameras in China was estimated to be 626 million, and this number continues to grow. The goal is to create a network so pervasive that there is no place anyone can hide from the eyes of the government. Surveillance is also done by keeping a very watchful eye over everything that happens online. Internet authorities in China scrutinize all content that appears online. This is done through what is famously known as the Great Firewall. This censorship system restricts content and blocks access to many foreign websites. Surveillance algorithms and AI systems are used to monitor and digitally analyze huge volumes of information and flag any content that the Chinese government considers to be inappropriate, illegal, or a threat to Chinese sovereignty. Chinese authorities can also require smartphone users to install logging software on their devices that tracks all video, audio, and text stored on their phones or accessed online. And by law, all the large app providers in China are legally required to keep logs of all the internet activities of their users. And the Chinese government can, on demand, ask for the identity of any user, along with their record, going back for 60 days. All of this makes China the most advanced digital dictatorship in the world. Between its highly advanced surveillance systems and its all-pervasive internet tracking and censorship, there truly is no place for anyone to hide. Technology is at the heart of China's vision for becoming the most perfect totalitarian state, and we can be certain that this kind of technology will be used by the Antichrist when he endeavors to exercise complete control over all his subjects. It would not be surprising at all if the Antichrist were to lift some of his surveillance technology ideas from China's playbook. Then there's China's social credit system, the first of its kind in the world. Never before has a country created such an all-encompassing program for keeping an eye on its people and rewarding good behavior and punishing bad. The Chinese government's goal is to have every person in China logged into this system and companies and organizations will be monitored as well. Participation is mandatory. Each person is given a starting score, from which points they can go up or down. Those who gain points are given rewards and benefits, and those whose score goes downward are shamed or blacklisted. Points are earned or subtracted through personal apps, through data compiled from government surveillance systems, and through the watchful eyes of others. Yes, your neighbors can keep track of you and contribute to or take away from your score. Your score determines the level of access you can obtain to government services, schools, and businesses. You are either permitted or denied access to different opportunities available to you. A good score will mean benefits, discounts, and bonuses. By contrast, a low score can mean that you'll be denied public access, government services, or the right to use transportation services. Because all of this is done digitally, your status in the social credit system can be verified in real time, automatically triggering mechanisms that decide whether to reward you or punish you in real time as well. The purpose of this social credit system is to force all people toward total compliance, is forced assimilation. Either you go along with your government overlords or else. This is the ultimate form of social control, and other countries are already researching their options for putting into place social credit systems that relate to a person's cooperation with environmental regulation. While governments will tout environmental social credit systems as being good for the environment. In the long run, there's nothing to stop a government from expanding its use of social credit and applying it to every area of life as done in China. The system that we see in China today may very well be a foreshadow of the kind of social management system that the Antichrist will use to enforce absolute loyalty to his rule. Then we have China's Belt and Road Initiative, or BRI. Through BRI, China offers loans to other countries that want to do major infrastructure projects, such as railroads, highways, harbor, communication systems, and high-tech development. Many countries all over the globe are too poor to be able to do such expensive projects on their own. And China says, we'll give you loans, and we'll bring you the know-how so that you can become a more developed nation. Through BRI, China has created a remarkable level of industrial growth in underdeveloped nations. Nearly 140 countries have asked for China's help, and this includes most of Africa, large parts of South America, and many parts of Asia, and even portions of Europe. China's BRI projects impact nearly two-thirds of the world's population. At the same time that China has lifted up so many struggling countries, It has spread its economic and political clout. All of this development comes at a cost. Loans are secured from Chinese banks, and supplies are brought in from Chinese companies. Chinese workers oversee the projects, and China stays involved to help maintain whatever is developed. The countries who sign up for this help end up becoming indebted to China, and they surrender a certain level of access and control to their country over to China. Through the Belt and Road Initiative, the Chinese Communist Party has created foothold in other areas that can easily open the door for China to exert political or military control over a country. Through BRI, China is speeding up globalization. It has filled a major void that the Western world has left largely unfilled. China is providing sorely needed infrastructure and technology, and in this way, the Chinese Communist Party has come to wield great power and influence over much of the world. All of this infrastructure work and increased connectivity will make it more easily possible for a future one world government to network everyone all over the globe. Next, let's look at China's new digital currency, the digital yuan. The People's Bank of China has introduced the world's first state-backed digital currency, which is designed to replace all cash used in the nation and to discourage the use of cryptocurrencies. Because China is such a huge economic power, this is contributing toward putting the world on the fast track toward an all-digital economy. There are people who say that China's proposed central bank digital currency has the potential to reshape the global financial system. And we're already seeing it happen. Right now, more than 90% of the world's central banks are at varying levels of research on how to use digital currencies. And there are several countries that have already put digital currency systems into place. Back in March 2022, the U.S. government began to do research on what it would take to create a digital dollar that would be issued and monitored by the government. The way all of this works is that every person is given a digital wallet. Payments are made into or taken out of this wallet, all under the supervision of a central bank. And because central banks work with the government, this means that ultimately the government has the ability to open or close your digital wallet. So let's say your social credit score goes below a certain point and the government decides to turn off access to your digital wallet. This is the kind of future we are headed toward, where the government can control your ability to buy and sell or to make a living. All of this is putting us on the path to what we see described in Revelation chapter 13, where we read about the Antichrist, one-world economic system. He will have total control over people's ability to carry out transactions, and anyone who did not cooperate with the government will not be able to make a living. Finally, in recent years, China has increased its influence over the Middle East. Last year, Iran and China agreed to a $400 trade deal for the next 25 years. China will invest in Iran's infrastructure in exchange for Iran's oil. And we know that China has strong diplomatic ties with Russia. This means that China is a strong and close ally with both Iran and Russia. And we know from earlier Prophetic Hotspot podcasts that according to Ezekiel 38, Iran and Russia are among two of the nations that will spearhead an invasion against Israel at some point in the future. Now, we don't see China mentioned among the countries in Ezekiel 38 that will participate in this attack against Israel. But there is no doubt that China's $400 billion investment in Iran will likely help Iran to have more firepower for that future attack against Israel. So these are some of the ways that China is helping to pave the path toward a more totalitarian world. It has created blueprints and working models that can easily be used by any government that desires to have greater control over its people. And we can be confident that the level of control that will be exercised someday by the Antichrist will mean that he will be the world's most advanced digital dictator. Now it's time for us to address an important question. Is China mentioned at all in Bible prophecy? With regard to everything we've talked about so far, the answer is no. China's role is primarily that of influencing the direction that our world is headed. But there is a place where China does seem to be mentioned in Bible prophecy, and it's in connection with Armageddon or the major battle campaigns that will take place at the very end of the tribulation. In Revelation sixteen twelve, we read that when the sixth angel pours out its bowl of wrath on the Euphrates River, the water will dry up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then in verse 14, we are given some context. We are told that this is part of a gathering of the kings of the whole world to assemble them for battle on the great day of God the Almighty. Verse 16 goes on to tell us that the focal point of the gathering is Armageddon, a huge valley about 10 miles wide and 35 miles long. The kings of the east refers to the nations east of the Euphrates River. And because this is the world's final conflict, it makes sense that China would send an army to participate in this invasion. Evidently, all the forces of the world... Will join together with the antichrist army in an attempt to destroy the jewish people in israel once and for all and of course we know how this will end christ will come and he will destroy the antichrist and all the armies who have assembled at armageddon so revelation 16 where we read about the armies of earth coming to israel is the one place we likely see china appear in scripture Now there are a couple other passages people point to as possibly mentioning China, but the support for understanding those passages as speaking of China is rather weak. Now, as we've done in our other episodes on prophetic hotspots in today's world, I'd like to encourage us to remember to pray for believers in China. First, it's important for us to recognize that in a communist country, the state is the ultimate authority. Churches are considered threats to the state because the state is supposed to reign supreme in people's lives. People are said to belong to the state, not to God or the church. And for the state to remain supreme and in control, God cannot be in the picture. For authoritarian governments, God is a competing authority. So it shouldn't surprise us that churches in China are rigorously monitored. And in fact, during COVID-19, all churches were ordered to shut down. And after the restrictions were lifted, many churches were told to remain closed. We need to pray for believers to be able to continue helping one another and meeting in spite of all the surveillance and tracking that takes place in China. Pray that Bibles and Christian literature continue to be distributed. Ask for strength and provisions for those pastors and missionaries who travel from community to community to help teach individuals or small groups of people who hunger for teaching from God's word. Pray as well for Buddhists or Muslims who come to Christ in China, because they're persecuted not only by the government, but also by their family. That's because in Buddhist or Muslim families, for someone to become a Christian is deeply frowned upon. Those who are Christians are frequently pressured to join the government-controlled three self-patriotic movement, which is legal, but it adheres strictly to the rules set by the communist government. And those who are under the age of 18 cannot attend church legally, so we need to pray especially for those who are boldly willing to minister to children and give them literature that helps to instruct them. Pray as well for those Christians who are in prison that they would not get discouraged, but stand strong and be willing to share their faith in the midst of their difficult circumstances. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Foreshadowed Report with our look at China. My prayer is that you're finding these podcasts informative and encouraging and that through each episode, you're learning more and more about how we as believers can keep watch and find hope in these last days. If you'd like to make use of other Bible prophecy resources I've created, you can find them at stevemillerresources.com. That's stevemillerresources.com. And in closing, I want to express my appreciation for Harvest House Publishers, which has made this podcast possible.